iPhone iOS system uh, fixes a a way law enforcement had gotten around other security to get in your phone, your iPhone. And so Apple has now fixed that, so it's back to the police can't get into your phone. So it's a battle between demand and Apple as to whether or not somebody can break into your phone. Outlaw Apple. Hey, there's some sexy headlines coming out of the... uh... The uh, the IG report of the Justice Department. We'll get to that Ooh, in a couple Ooh, I want to hear that. So I had a thought. Uh, when are we going to do another long-form podcast? We have to line up a guest or what? Um, we got to do that because it, it went really well and people really liked it. Um, I was thinking, uh, I mentioned very early in the show today as it began that today is my uh, anniversary with my lovely wife, Judy. And um, 32 years, believe it or not. And we Donald were married Trump's, when we were six years old. And Donald Trump's birthday. That's correct. Yeah, isn't that an honor? Which means oh, Joe got married on Donald Trump's 40th birthday. That is correct. That's how long ago it was. If only we'd known we could have had a Trump-themed wedding. <laughs> Whatever that means. How about... We've actually had people ask us to do a long-form podcast about kids, raising kids. Particularly kids with challenges, that sort of thing. Mm. We could do that. We could do you mean an just hour. Just the two of us talking? Yeah, just the two of us. Who wants to hear from us? <laughs> you, you see, folks, he's got the imposter syndrome going again. Or uh, marriage or stuff like that. I think, uh, you know, people might dig that. You know, one time we did a marriage counselor panel. I thought that was really good. I'd like to do it again. Because we had. And how like, did that make you feel? Because <laughs> we had like five different marriage counselors and the things they all agreed on and the things they didn't agree on and things they saw the most. And I thought that was all really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. The two disagreed, started yelling at each other and, and went to bed crying. That was uh, <laughs> that was rough. Anyway, maybe we can do that someday. But uh, you know what know. happens sometimes in marriage counseling? I don't know how often it is. I remember bringing it up with them. Where the the one of the either the husband or the wife ends up having sex with the marriage counselor mm. that happens now and then, and that helps. <laughs> <laughs> Let me show you how. <laughs> that's probably not a good development. No, no, that's no, not. That's, that's anyway, not I've gotten bad. off track. Your yes. your wedding anniversary. Oh, anyway, no, nah, it's not a big deal. I was just thinking about because uh, we get a lot of emails and asking, what do you think of this, what do you think of that, or I appreciate that discussion or whatever, I think people might enjoy that. So I'll take this as the official notice that my application to do an hour podcast on the Fortnite Pro-Am that happened this weekend is declined? (laughs) Go ahead, just don't do it under any connection with us. You can do whatever you want, free speech, etc. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you, like on the kids thing... I mean, I'm just saying, listen, as a guy who's been married for 32 years... We're crazy about each other. We're as in love as ever. We have a very, very happy marriage. The first thing I would say on our blockbuster personal life podcast is the first thing you got to be is lucky. You just got to pick somebody who it turns out over the long term you get along with. And you have your emotional needs mesh in a way you could never figure out early. I often wonder about that. And there's not... I don't read many articles about that either. Um, how much of it is the right two people getting married? I don't come across that information very often. And, and, uh, and then I wonder if there are like uh, tangents to that um, where, you know, because you change as you get older. I, I might mm-hmm. not get along <clears throat> with 30-year-old me. We certainly wouldn't hang out much because of different interests. Yeah. So if I wouldn't hang out with 30-year-old me, 
I'm that much different, then what do you expect from the, the other person that's yeah. with you during that period of time? Obviously, they've changed. What if you're, you know, you're together at the, for this 10 years, you, you were compatible. Then for that 10 years, you're different people, but those people aren't yeah, compatible. Uh, Is I've, that even possible? Well, I've prevented that in our marriage by not evolving at all. <laughs> um, so Judy is married to the same childish idiot that she married. Or maybe that's not even true what I just said. I don't know. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. Well, anyway, wouldn't I just, you find, I don't, I don't, wouldn't you find 25 year old you a little hard to take? Oh, yeah. Well, then yeah. Th- that's kind of interesting, though, isn't it? If you couldn't even take yourself. Yeah. <laughs> well, although if Judith would probably say something, well, she's so sweet, though. God dang it. Um, uh, you know, women evolve, too, and change. Sure, sure. Uh, uh, mm. No, you both do. That's my point. Right. So you both become different people. But what I was thinking was, yeah, but 25-year-old Joe and 25-year-old Judy were great together, and it turns out, you know, 40-year-old, 45-year-old, 50-year-old, it's just, you know, we still are. So the fact that I've changed that much, well, so she, and I don't even know what I'm saying. But I think particularly younger people might find it interesting, our takes. I was getting to the the luck part of it. How Ah. much of that is lucky? Is it only lucky at the beginning? Or does it stay lucky throughout that you both change in directions? I don't know. I don't have any idea on any of that. I don't know. And and it would take... at some point, do you just say, ah... You know, if you've been Life's married a for bitch, if then you've been, you marry one. If you've been married for fifty-five years, he's like, ah. I mean, it's not like we're going to start over or something. I mean, right. I'm going to put up with it because I might as well. <laughs> um, I, it would take too long to explain. Perhaps we should do a long-form podcast. Um, but Jude and I were actually we were together a long time before we got married, just because we met really young, and it became clear to both of us after a few months we would never break up. And I realize how crazy that sounds. But part of it was that we would disagree or I would lose my temper or whatever, and we would fairly quickly find our way back to being close, um, partly because I'm willing to say, I'm sorry, I was an idiot. I get that way sometime. But, you know, I hope you can forgive me and I'll try not to be. See, that's the that's the key. You can't ask for forgiveness and then do it over and over again because that just makes you sucky. So you try to improve. Don't be but, sucky is your advice. Well, that's yeah, that's top of the list. Yeah. I'll and, tell you. I'll, and, and don't F the therapist. <laughs> on the, another one. On the kids stuff, the longer I'm a parent, the less I feel like I have any advice to give anybody. Which is advice in itself. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I'm getting further from thinking I should do a show on parenting, <laughs> not closer to it. Meaning you're becoming more aware of what you don't know or that everybody's situation is Both. so complex. That, Both. Okay. Both. Both of those things. But those are good things to know going in as a new parent. Here's how complicated it is. And here's how your experience is going to be so utterly dependent on your children's genetics and epigenetics and the rest. And, at least for me, here's how every decision you make, you wonder if you made the right decision. (laughs) Right. It's not like, so it's so clearly obvious. Well, sometimes it's clearly obvious. Don't drink paint thinner. But, you know, other than that. Right. Yeah, you hope for the best. And then I suppose you wonder, well, you've talked some about this. Then you wonder at the end of the game. You know, we, there was an article we read about this the other day from grandparents, I think. You wonder at the end of the game, you might wonder when they're 40 if you made the right decisions when they were five. So I promise you that's you the case. You certainly can't ask somebody who's got a five-year-old if they're making the right decisions. If when you're 70 right. and they're in their 40s, you're still wondering if you made the right decision. Mm-hmm. Then, you know. Kind of a, a child-rearing book, and you're right based on that. See, this is why we need to do the podcast. 
Uh, I have what I, I believe this is the only original thought I have ever come up with. It's the uh, the aspirin principle. Um, <laughs> speaking of staying married, uh, Judy will have a headache. She'll take some uh, aspirin, ibuprofen, whatever. And she'll say an hour later, it didn't do anything. It didn't touch the headache. And I will say, because I'm a pain in the ass, I'll say, but you don't know how it would have been if you hadn't taken the aspirin. It might be twice as bad. Um, I won't actually say that while she has the headache. I mostly just think it. So your kid turns out to be a embezzling, <laughs> uh, uh, like a secretary at a company, four marriages, whatever. You might have been such a great parent, she was almost certainly going to be a murderer. <laughs> You're a great parent. Wow. You took somebody who is completely incorrigible and got them at least to forswear violence and 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 you know whatever. Or maybe you a, don't know it's so hard. Maybe a more fair example would be mm-hmm. just kind of a lifetime f up, not criminal or whatever. Right. Else. Yes. But you kept them from being in jail and uh, committing crimes. Uh, yeah. Right. Right. At least you. Well, I don't know. It's so hard. It's so hard. To, to figure out what you did, what you undid, what you caused a 10% change in or a 50% change. Because people who don't have kids, people who haven't raised kids, they see a kid act in a certain way and they think it's 100% parenting. Or maybe they'll concede, all right, 10, 20% to the kid themselves and their inborn qualities was 80% parenting. And, and you have no idea what you're talking about. You hey. might as well stand on the shore, having never been on a boat, and yell at the America's Cup guys about what they're doing wrong. You don't know. I got to believe that's much less complex. Um, I would turn the sail so that it caught the wind. One Unless more, you want to slow down. One then more, turn it the other way. <laughs> one more word that's going into the dictionary this year? Yes. And I'd never heard this one. Oh, the phrase spoiler alert has been added to the dictionary. That's a good one. Yeah, it I like it. Is. Um. But I'd never heard this one. Bechdel test. How's it spelled? First mentioned in a comic strip in the in nineteen eighty five. It's used to evaluate whether a film oh, yeah, yeah. or other form of fiction has featured at least two women whose sole purpose isn't to just discuss a man. Oh, 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 that's the I, I, Is that the name of it? Yeah. Apparently, it's, that's a common thing in movies, that, 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 that women, whenever they're in a scene in a movie, they're just discussing a man. If there are ever two women talking to each other, can you imagine? It's about a man. And if any movie has something that's not that, it passes the test, and it's a legitimate gal movie. There was a really good huh. uh, article in the, I think, of the WAPO in New York Times, I don't remember, yesterday. And I almost brought it to y'all, but it was a little complicated to summarize, but... It was about all these remakes of guy-dominated 80s and 90s movies like Ghostbusters, Ocean's Eleven, etc., etc., but with women. But how they're ultimately kind of insulting because they don't let women act like women. They just have women imitating the men and or the the bad guys got to be a guy. Women never conflict with each other in these movies because that would be betraying girl kind. And listen, you want to know about women conflicting with each other? Ask a woman any day of their lives. And so it's ultimately kind of dumb. So, yeah, the movies are are are, are really, really guy dominated in mm. a way that once it's pointed out to you, it seems really stupid out of the most you know liberal enclave in, uh, in, in America. Right. Right. That's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Think about the women in your life. Do they ever talk to other women? 
and not about you and how sexy you are and or how they wish you would do what you did. No, trust me. They're not talking about us much. Um, I got a story that is such a 2018 story. Such a, a snapshot of where we are. And then I got to talk about how they caught the bestiality perv at Michigan State. Promise both of those stories, right? And you say you've got some leaks out of the IG report on the Clinton investigation? Yeah. Yeah, quite the headline, which I'd tell you if I could come up with it. Uh, oh, Manafort has been... Uh, FBI agent texted, we'll stop Trump from becoming president. Oh, whoa, really? Zingo. Oh, wow. Well, there's the story of the day. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. in Germany have programmed a robot to hug humans due to research showing hugs can reduce stress and help stave off illness, which is the most German reaction to that news. (laughs) Oh, you need a hug? Come here. Let me build you a robot. The robot will hug you now. (laughs) That is really good. Really good. So blockbuster headline coming up in Marshall's News. Previously unreported text message in which Peter Strzok, key investigator, previously unreported with the the tens of thousands of text messages, and we've seen a lot of them. We hadn't heard this one yet. He texted his girlfriend, FBI lawyer, Lisa Page. Trump's not ever. Oh, she says Trump's not ever going to become president. Right. Right. No, no, he won't. We'll stop it. Strzok responded. Wow. So you have FBI agents and lawyers vowing to prevent Donald Trump from becoming the president. Well, and so who who has had this for how long? Stay tuned. And how did it say secret? Stay tuned. He's trying to impress his girl. I don't put too much into that. (laughs) I make promises all yeah, yeah, of course. Let's go hiking. That sounds great. I can fix your car. Yeah, absolutely. Let me take a look under the hood. I have no idea what I'm looking at. Neither one of you is helping the narrative. To, uh, to, you know, to quote Seth Meyers, sure, I like to go apple picking. We'll do that every fall. What? Once anyone, we're together. Anyone who could stop him becoming president would be your hero? Yeah, yeah, that's me. Yeah, hey, look at me with the cape on. I'll do it. No way he becomes president, baby. Stick with me. So anyways, you want to come over and watch some Netflix tonight? <laughs> Beautiful. What first? Because I got to fit, fit both of these in. First of all, she got uh, Michigan State's got all kinds of problems with pervos who were um, um, uh, sexually assaulting college girls, and the university was covering up for it. And the president of the university stepped down, didn't he, at Michigan State? Yeah. Um, but they also had this physics professor that was having sex with animals completely separate from this, or they just have a culture of hiring weirdos, or who knows what it is. How did it start? A Craigslist ad seeking anyone with a restless dog or horse that needs to be occupied for a little while. <sighs> this is how you put the word out if you're this sort of Wait person? Wait a minute. I know what I'll do. Anybody got a restless dog or what's a restless dog or horse? Baxter's a restless dog. He needs lots of exercise and activity. He needs to be occupied for a little while. So you would exactly. see that ad and think, oh, okay, you want to walk my dog. Right, or play tennis ball fetch with him because he's a fiend for that. Okay. 
Anyway, that ad was read aloud during a hearing the other day when 51-year-old Joseph Hatley, who's a physics professor at Michigan State, is accused of having sex with a basset hound. Boy, those dogs already look sad. And then you go do that. It's terrible. So the guy guy answers the ad for whatever reasons, and I'm a little confused about this. This this article is short on explaining this. So you have a basset hound. You see that ad, and you think, oh, sure, I'll show up to your house with my basset hound. Drop it off for a while. Basset hound is no, about well, the least restless animal I've ever seen, by the way. They're rested. <laughs> he, he, he didn't drop it off. That's where this gets confusing, and okay. I, need, I need more follow-up on it. Um. The individual, not named, says he showed up to Hatley's house. That's the physics professor. Uh, and there he watched as the once respected physicist had sex with his basset hound. <sighs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's I what am he Bob. told police. Uh, good to meet you, Bob. I'm Jim. How do you like my basset hound? Real good. Now I'm going to sex it up. Okay. How did that go? And it wasn't until the police contacted this dude... To have him testify in court that, I mean, that's how the information... So, what's going on? Where you been, honey? I uh, I took a, uh, uh, Bonesy uh, to a fella's <laughs> actually house. actually have the dog's name. And, it uh, is Flash. I took Flash over to fella's house. How'd you meet him? Oh, I didn't. It was an internet thing. He put up an ad. And, I thought he was and, a dog whisperer. And he, 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 he wasn't had, that. <laughs> and, and he had sex with the dog, and, and now I'm home. What do you want for dinner? I mean, what? who are these people? Where, right. What color is the sky in their world? So I don't quite get the article the way it's written. So is that guy, like, completely knowing of it? He's a guy who provides pets for people that are into dog sex and was okay with it? I, I don't quite understand that. He's not a dog whisperer exactly. I didn't understand you were going to blank my dog. It, well, yeah, that was my intent all along. Oh, I see. Okay, see ya. Wouldn't most of us, if... For whatever reason, we take our dog over to someone's house, and the okay, he starts to undo his buckle. What the what the <laughs> frig are you doing, dude? And then you'd be fighting him on the floor. Sure, you wouldn't just say, "Well, I'll be darned." I, that's not a, all what I expected when I showed up here today. Huh. He's sitting there copulating with your dog. Nice place you've got. What's Can the I square use... footage here? <laughs> what the hell? It's deceptively uh, big inside. It's roomy. Love what you've done I like with the, the kitchen. Open plan, like I'm clear right. over here in the living room, and I can see you having sex with Flash. Right from here. <laughs> right, right. So listen, I really need to be home at four thirty. How long do you figure you'll be copulating with my dog? Because he's restless. Right. <laughs> it needs to be occupied for a while. And so I just wonder if that's code language for people that are into this, and the guy was part of the deal. And but who's supplying dog? Do you get paid? I don't understand any of it. But anyway, I this, want them all jailed. That yeah, I know. Yeah, no kidding. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, President Trump's fiery response to the New York lawsuit against the Trump Foundation, the Supreme Court polling place dress code decision, and a big score for Tesla's Elon Musk coming up. So I didn't catch this. We got the IG leaks. We got the text from the FBI. Trump has responded forcefully in tweets yes. about them going after his charity. And he's got a pretty good defense going. Oh, my. So, uh, yeah, it's big news day. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
Uh, you know what would be funny? I don't know if they can do this. Uh, uh, just an idea off the top of my head. Why didn't he put the blood on, put on one of those Sherlock Holmes hats and put a little pipe in his mouth? Are they ever allowed to do anything like that, dress up a dog in a funny way? No, that's, uh, that's not quite what the uh, purpose of these shows is. But it would, I think it would really get the crowd going. You know, you know what I mean? The Sherlock Absolutely, Holmes hat yes. with the pipe. I don't know if you could make it look like smoke's coming out of the pipe. I think that would be a little dangerous. <laughs> I'd get a kick out of it. That's a physics professor there. <laughs> yeah. Spotted a restless dog and be better in a costume. So the long and short of it is, previously unearthed uh, text between Strzok and Page seemed to include a vow to keep Trump out of the White House. Whether that actually extended into any actions as FBI officials is not at all clear. And after that disclosure, the Washington Post piece gets into anonymous sources characterizing very various things that it you know let's just wait and see it's it's definitely possible what Sean said the guy is shown off to a girl he's he's betting right mm-hmm. that's a possibility but yeah. I think you'd yeah. have to admit Sean or I think anybody'd have to admit if you have FBI agents putting in print that they're going to stop someone from getting elected president you need to investigate that vigorously yeah yeah I would agree I, you know the long and short of the Hillary thing to me seems more anti Hillary than anti trump yeah yep. letting her off the hook was a little controversial, no doubt, but I think there's going to be plenty of egg on plenty of faces, and I don't think it's going to prove any of the great theories of our time honestly well uh, if, if, if the one thing it does it's changed in me forever. The people that are involved in the FBI are is not as uh as perfect as I was hoping. You sure. know, and t- guess what? It turns out they're humans like everyone else, with biases and egos, and they make mistakes. I, for somehow, sure. had lived my whole life thinking most of them didn't have biases or egos or made mistakes, but there's a lot of that going on, apparently. Let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, President Trump says he will not settle a lawsuit from the New York Attorney General alleging the Trump Foundation engaged in a pattern of illegal self-dealing. The president tweeting this morning, the sleazy New York Democrats and their now disgraced and run out of town AG, Eric Schneiderman, are doing everything they can to sue me on a foundation that took in $18,800,000 and gave out to charity more money than it took in $19,200,000. I won't settle this case. Those are some pretty specific numbers that he throws out yep. there. I don't know, you know. What that means. So he's saying they gave out more money than they took in. Basically, yep. And Trump tweeting again, uh, continuing to target uh, Schneiderman. Quote, Schneiderman, who ran the Clinton campaign in New York, never had the guts to bring this ridiculous case, which lingered in their office for almost two years. Now he resigned his office in disgrace, and his disciples brought it when we would not settle. End of tweet. Well, see where this goes. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Didn't waste any time getting uh, firing those off. Well, I wouldn't either. If I had a charity that was a real charity and people were claiming I was a crook, I'd be pretty. I'd, I'd get back pretty fast right. on that, too. U.S. Supreme Court's ruled that a Minnesota law barring people from wearing political apparel at a polling place violates the First Amendment of the Constitution. By a 7-2 vote, the justices overturned a lower court ruling that said the ban supported the state's interest in peace, order, and decorum at polling places. The ruling could have an effect on several other states where they do have these uh, dress codes for your uh, polling place. Well, you can't have a sign that says vote Schmidt, right, at a polling place. So why would you be able to have a T-shirt? It's interesting. I got a text from Tim the lawyer about this case that I'm not sure I understood correctly. I think there may be a typo, but we're going to talk to him about it. 
um, on this topic. Yeah, because I'm sure he was on the you get to wear it side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was you don't get to wear it seven to two. Is that correct? No, no, you do. The rule. Oh, the, the state had argued. Yes, that the Minnesota decorum. Law. Blah yes. blah blah. Right, right. No, right. But I'm trying to understand because you you can't have a, a sign that says vote Schmidt, right? But you can wear a T-shirt that says "But uh, I don't know. That seems a little know. confusing to me. I don't know the law, and I haven't seen the uh, the total breakdown on that. But anyway, moving right along, after counting the votes cast in California's June fifth primary using San Francisco's convoluted ranked choice voting system, we do have a winner. The wow. new mayor. Nine days later, the new mayor of San Francisco will be London Breed. She's the first black woman and first woman of any color to lead the city. Only pink the- is a color. Only uh, the uh, second... Oh, there's never been a pink woman either. No. I see. No, she's the second woman to run San Francisco behind uh, Senator Dianne Feinstein. Right, of course, yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty interesting in one of the most progressive areas in the world. Yeah. You've only had two women. Correct. And uh, two women ever, and this is the first time it hasn't been a white woman. Correct. So, there you go. Correct. Of course, Dianne only got it right because of the assassination of uh, the mayor. George Moscone. Right, exactly. Yeah, back yeah. in the day. Yeah. All right, there are reports Chicago is choosing Elon Musk's boring company to build a high-speed underground commuter system between the Loop and O'Hare International Airport. The Chicago Tribune and uh, Bloomberg News reporting Musk's company will build a system of 16 passenger vehicles traveling up to 150 miles an hour through a tunnel linking downtown Chicago's central business district and one of the busiest airports in the world. Yeah, wow, that'd be handy. Now, this is the second big project like this for him. I think one is on the East Coast. I thought he was digging around in L.A. And he, he? Yeah, he's yep. digging the tunnels in L.A., but those are for cars. Right. The, the, this is a precursor to the pods, it looks like. Yeah, the uh, the what are you the hyperloop the hyperloop yeah so he's moving ahead on that and the 2018 I just like the fact that Elon Musk is going to cities hey can I dig tunnels under your city and everybody yeah that's fine <laughs> sure yeah, right, go ahead right. yeah. you're the guy who put the car in space right yeah go for it yeah <laughs> and the 2018 World Cup kicks off in Russia today Russia taking on Saudi Arabia in a Group A showdown to open the tournament up go Morocco. Russians expected to win the contest. The U.S. did not make the World Cup this time round. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. Jack, you are an idiot. This text starts. Maybe I'll get to that later. You know how many idiot texts start that way? A lot. Well, I can only speak to the emails. And, but, uh, uh... and I suppose at some point i got to just... You know, think about that long and hard. So I got a great story here that uh, gives you an example of where we are in 2018, just as a society. The cable news channels are going to be going crazy today. It'll be different stories, though. I have a feeling Fox will be big all day long on an FBI agent saying, we'll stop Trump, whereas MSNBC will be big all day long on the the, New York, the state of New York going after Trump's right. charity. They'll each cover those stories in great depth, both of them ignoring the other story. To a certain extent. And the complete humiliating list of countries that did qualify for the World Cup. Or the United States didn't. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. Of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Bellagio. 
Belgium, Poland, Iceland, Serbia, Croatia, Denmark. All countries that made the World Cup ahead of the United States. Iran, Saudi Arabia, Tunisia. I can't use up my time on soccer now because we've got a number of things we have to fit in. Uh, But I do do have a comment on that. Because I'm just tired of people telling me how big soccer is in the United States. And every year I argue against you, and every year I turn out to be right. Are you talking about how we're not talking about it? Yes, uh, this joke. The Cheesecake Factory has been fined $4.6 million for wage violations with their janitorial staff. And now, to save money, they have to remove the last 40 pages of their menu. (laughs) Yeah. That is something at the Cheesecake Factory. Um, never been done. there. Never you stepped, haven't? Never set foot. Not awesome. Once. Really like the Cheesecake Factory. Mm. How come you don't go? I don't like factories. They scare me. Mm. I don't know. You think they exploit the workers? Got children in there smoking cigarettes? Exactly. <laughs> I read the jungle. <laughs> you call that a cheesecake? You know they have like regular food. You could get a sandwich or what? an omelet or something. You don't have what? to eat cheesecake. Nah, There's a lot of restaurants. restaurants. I just happen to have mm. not gone in. Okay. Um... I thought this was emblematic of the year 2018 in the United States of America. So the guy who is the CEO of Twitter tweets something. He tweets eating at a restaurant the uh, the fact that he paid his bill through uh, the is it his cash? What's it it's, called? It's the Cash App. It's another the Cash App, another app that he is uh, very much involved in. Right. So he's involved in this Cash App, and he's trying to get it to catch on. Okay. I'm, I'm, I've noticed I'm going to more places where it says we accept Apple Pay, we accept. Probably this one, the Cash App or whatever. Mm-hmm. And more and more, we're going to move toward that. And I love it. I sure. love the idea. I use PayPal anytime I can. Very convenient. But uh, so he's trying to promote the Cash App and he, and, he, and he screen captures using his Cash App. And it said on his little screen capture, your 10% boost at Chick-fil-A was applied. You were charged twenty eight forty three. Chick-fil-A, Los Angeles, California, total bill $31.58. Seems innocent enough that he promoted the fact that he was using the Cash App as the guy who runs Twitter mm-hmm. until he got blasted on social media, of course. Why is Twitter boosting a notoriously anti-gay company during hashtag Pride Month? Uh, you must enjoy the taste of bigotry, another uh, text said. Mm, this lovely. is an interesting company to boost during Pride Month, Jack. So what did he do? He apologized, of course. Instead of just saying, oh, whatever, I'll eat wherever the freak I want. Uh, he felt he needed to apologize. Dorsey, the guy who runs Twitter and the Cash App, apologized directly, writing, You're right, completely forgot about the background of Chick-fil-A. After the apology, comments continued to flood the thread, and some argued the apology was unnecessary. Right. And where you eat shouldn't be a politically charged issue. Right. Jack, your freedom in our country allows you to eat where you desire. Take the higher ground and keep the food and fabulous deal first. Also, this just shows what a sad world we live in when a guy feels he has to apologize for eating a chicken sandwich. <laughs> Unfreaking that believable. Is, that is 2018 in a nutshell. It, is, and, it, it certainly and, is. And a pretty good explanation of Donald J. Trump, President of the United States. Absolutely. I ate at Chick-fil-A because I was going to make a right turn. In no, this. you did it because you're a bigot. I ate at Chick-fil-A because I was going to make a right turn in the closest fast food place without no. having to make a left turn was right here. No, it's because you like the taste of bigotry because the founders of Chick-fil-A who are devout Christians believe, like most people throughout human history, that marriage is a guy and a gal. And if it's not now, I can live with that. That's That's what Obama and Hillary Clinton believed until 2008. But But whatever. And and during Pride Month. Pride Month. Eating a chip. How dare. Oh, my God. 
The fact that he apologized is the icing on the cake. (laughs) I mean, it really is the icing on the gay cake made by somebody who refused to make the cake. Um, (laughs) just it's just unbelievable. Costa Rica, Uruguay, other other countries that have soccer teams better than our best soccer team. Uruguay, not Paraguay, (laughs) but Uruguay. No, Uruguay. 32 teams make the World World Cup, and we, we weren't one, 30, one of the 32. Morocco, the team I'm rooting for. See, every year the, the, there's this little burst of soccer enthusiasm when our women make it to the semifinals or, or whatever happens, and everybody talks about how soccer is the next big sport, and it just it just is not happening. Because Every our, little kid pays soccer, but there's still, still not gazillions of people tuning into soccer. On Sunday afternoons or whenever the hell they play this ridiculous It's about sport. to explode. Though. It's going to be huge soon. <laughs> That's what they've been telling me for 20 years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we like winners, and our women's team are among the best athletes on the planet, and they win the tournament pretty regularly. Well, our men it, don't do matter. as well. It doesn't matter, but for whatever reason around high school, all those little kids that played soccer right. now take their, their talents, if you're a really good athlete, into basketball or football or baseball or track or whatever. Because there's better, I guess, scholarships, or it's more fun, or I don't know why, but that's just the way it is. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. But quit telling me soccer is so huge in America because it's not. It'll be bigger in football soon. <laughs> Mexico, Costa Rica, and Panama made it from North America. I like their hats over uh, there. Costa Rica and Panama. Oh, they got beautiful hats. It really is amazing, though, that we can't, as the third biggest country in the world, field a team. Of athletes that makes it in the top 32. The United States joined Haiti in not qualifying. Hmm. Let's let's try to avoid starting sentences with that. (laughs) (laughs) The U.S., like Guatemala, couldn't quite get in. Haiti had six hungry guys. With worms. Jeez, hey. They wow, got, well, hey, misery's not funny. Well, the, but the point was... It loves company, but it's a, not funny. That's a godforsaken nation. You can imagine them right. not being able to field a soccer team. <laughs> right. That's my point. The colossus that is the United States? That's sad. With our emphasis on sports? This is Trump's America. <laughs> I say final, you say thoughts. Final. Final. Thoughts. Final. Did you see what I was doing? I was flossing to that. Oh, stop it. Here's Joe stop Gutting, it now. your host. <laughs> Let's get a final thought from everybody. Uh, hey, Michelangelo, what's your final thought? I'm uh, still looking for tips on the possible murder of Natalie Woods. As always, you can remain anonymous. I mean you, friends of Richard Burton. <laughs> I had nothing from the show today, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> It was, it was Andy Kaufman-esque. You should have just let it lie. It was fine. Uh, yeah. Hey, uh, Positive Sean, your final thought? Yes, as we have discussed, the Americans are not in the World Cup, but i got to pick a team to root for. I'm picking Egypt because one of their goalkeepers is older than three of the coaches in the World Cup. He is making history. He is going to be competing at the age of 45 on the international stage. He made his international debut 22 years ago. 45-year-old goalie for Egypt. Mm-hmm. Huh? Marshall Phillips, your final thought. Well, gentlemen, I am involved in another investment opportunity. Oh, the boy. U.S. Open, the golfing contest now underway, working with my financial advisor long and hard. I have come up with investments in Justin Rose with the long shot, the Brit Matthew Fitzpatrick to win. And Patrick Fitzmatthew, as the old joke goes. <laughs> During Pride Month? <laughs> Jack, do you have a final thought for us? 
Boy, it's going to be the story of the day on Fox, at least. The whole FBI tweet, yeah. we can stop Trump. So, be fun to follow. And the rest of the IG report coming out any moment. So, uh, my final thought is, way back in the day when marriage was just guys and girls, for better or worse, I married my sweet wife 32 years ago today. I've said it many times, I won the wife lottery. I stick by that statement. If you could have, would you have married a dude? You entered a lottery? (laughs) (laughs) It's like an arranged thing? (laughs) Because you didn't have the option. (laughs) Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people, thanks a little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless America. This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over. The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. And we apologize for our stupidity. And we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you and good night. Because the show's over. What? Bye bye. The robots will hug you now. Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.